The mirrors in most bedrooms and bathrooms reflect physical reality. I'll label them as mirrors 1.0 because they're passive, offering no useful information other than the mirror reflection of what is in front of them. They provide no helpful independent evaluation or even interpretation of what they see. You know, during a typical day, I encounter many mirrors. When I get up and shave, get dressed, cut my hair in the morning, I use actually several mirrors. On occasion, however, as I'm about to leave my bedroom, my wife observes, your trousers and shirt don't look good together. I turn back and upon further reflection, <laughs> pun intended, I can see that she's right. Even I can see the mismatch. So I grudgingly find something that matches. So in this case, my wife is kind of a living mirror, one that I describe as 2.0, an advanced generation of a mirror. Then I go out and get into my car. In front of me is a classic rear view mirror. Those mirrors were installed not long after cars were invented and mass produced, but drivers discovered that there were enormous blind spots in if the driver relied only on the rear view mirror. It did not provide information about what was happening on either side of the car. And then auto manufacturers attached side mirrors. That helped, but drivers soon discovered that side mirrors left blind spots. So the engineers and designers altered these mirrors by making them more convex or adding a small convex mirror that gave a more panoramic view to that side of the car. These mirrors were really big improvements, but they were still passive. Yes, they were strategically placed and had some physical features, so we'll give them a 1.2 designation. In today's fast-paced, complex world, leaders really need mirrors. The mirrors they need, however, go far beyond reflecting just their physical appearance. Leaders need mirrors that reflect their behavior and the impact that that behavior has on others. That requires much more than a piece of glass with a thin layer of metal silver on the back. Leaders need mirrors to interpret data and feed it back to them in a practical form. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. I'm Brianna Corin, and Jack Zanger is joining us today to just discuss a little bit more about these leadership mirrors. That was very well put, Jack. <laughs> now that we do Zoom meetings, I feel like I live in a constant mirror of all my facial expressions. So <laughs> let's dig into these behavioral mirrors that can reflect back our performance. What would be particularly helpful to people? Well, there are several. First one I would note is 360-degree feedback. The Scottish poet philosopher Robert Burns wrote, Oh, would some power the gifty geus to see ourselves as others see us. Pardon my bad Scottish accent, but... <laughs> He goes on to say, it would from many a blunder free us and foolish notion. What leader would not like to avoid making serious blunders or to avoid harboring a foolish notion? <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Think of it. Information from colleagues can prevent us from making unwise hires, mm -hmm. acquiring a flawed product, or making an imprudent investment. 360-degree feedback is a 2.0 mirror, 
in part because it's honest. It does not just tell you what you want to hear. It tells you what you need to understand because it illuminates blind spots. That candor comes in part because it is confidential. It's more constructive because it is gathered for the purpose of development, not evaluation. The accuracy of 360-degree feedback comes from normally combining perceptions of more than a dozen of your colleagues. Well-constructed 360-degree feedback focuses on a wide variety of leadership behavior, leaving no blind spots that could cause the leader to be involved in a destructive accident. Such feedback provides a broad, more panoramic view of the individual, ranging from their personal character and personal capabilities, their interpersonal skills, their ability to produce good results, and their ability to lead change. You know, whenever I take 360s, I'm, I'm afraid that others are actually so aware of all my faults. Um, and what I've been more surprised about after yeah, I received my feedback is becoming aware of all the good things they see that I didn't realize were there. And I know not everybody has a positive relationship with 360s, but the Extraordinary Leader 360 has always been an uplifting and growing experience for me. And in fact, we were just recognized as one of the top 10 HR assessment service providers of 2023, giving ourselves a pat on the back. So I'm not the only one who thinks that. There's my shameless plug. But what is another mirror that people can use? 360s are great, but you know we need lots of different mirrors to see ourselves. Yeah, the second mirror would be asking for feedback from your colleagues. Yeah, this second powerful mirror comes in in the form of just personal spoken messages from people you work with. But in reality, such comments come sparingly. Managers are encouraged to do more coaching with their subordinates, but we all know that that is usually somewhere between sparing and non-existent. Mm -hmm. There is one thing leaders can do, however, that opens the spigot much wider. It is the practice of asking personally and directly for specific feedback. You know, and this works best when the following general formula is used. Why are you asking? You know that presentation I gave last week? I've been asked to give it again. I want to make it even better. The second dimension, what exactly do you want? Could you give me one suggestion that from your perspective would have made that a better presentation. And the third thing is, express appreciation and keep the door open. You can say, thanks, I can make that change. I really appreciate that suggestion. Yeah, I, I really appreciate a good formula. <laughs> so it encompasses that why, what, and the appreciation. Yeah, and the process is quick. It does not come across as fishing for compliments. You obviously want to improve your presentation. The conversation is simple. You are not asking for a lengthy treatise on how you can become a better public speaker. It ends with a sincere thank you, which keeps the door open for later requests. Yes, and it can be really quick and casual, and it's not a reflection on you individually. I'm, I'm visiting my parents right now, and I was uh, working on an ad for an HR magazine, and I showed it to my mom, who is actually an artist, um, to ask her opinion, and I explained what it was for, and she sat down, and she started to draw some changes, and they were brilliant, and I was so glad that I 
took the time just to ask for some feedback. And I, I, I found this just to be so helpful. I always run headlines past people as well. And I would ask, would you click on this? And <laughs> it's really great because a lot of times people tell me, nope, I wouldn't take the time <laughs> to click on it. So asking for feedback is a great mirror to have in your life. So what's the last mirror that we can use? Last mirror is coaching. Uh, it's, it's that ability to establish a, a relationship with someone. It can be a person that's internal in your organization or, or external to your organization. It could be a boss or someone who is a peer or subordinate. We can see many examples of senior bosses asking a younger, kind of newer person to coach them on technology or to help them see more clearly the consumer preferences of a much younger generation. The power of the coaching relationship is that it is personal, it's focused on the development of the person being coached, and it builds a powerful process of follow-through and sustainment. Coaching relationships are usually structured to last for several months with intermittent contact. I was reading this management report from Deloitte that talked about Gen Z and how they're just radically different from millennials. And they just have this unique perspective on careers and, and how to define success in life and in the workforce. They want to be coached, not managed. That's something that we're hearing a lot. That I don't want to be managed. I want to be coached. And you know, unlike managing, coaching is inherently collaborative. Both the coach and the coachee must play an active role in the process. So what do you think of that, Jack, of this request from Gen Z? And how is coaching a better mirror for us than maybe the being a, a manager all of the time? You know, Bri, I, I think of, of a book that was very popular years ago um, that, that talked about the fact that, that people really want to be treated as adults. And when you, when you manage someone, it's really kind of a parent-child relationship. Mm -hmm. When you coach somebody... Europe, it's a peer-to-peer -peer relationship. It's like yeah. two adults talking with each other. And so I, you know, I really sympathize with the Gen Z people. I don't like to be managed, but I do like to have a, a colleague kind of collaborate with me and, and we can bounce ideas off of each other. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to our discussion of mirrors. Primitive mirrors were first discovered in civilizations dating back 6,000 years. And then 3,000 years later, the Egyptians made some improvements by polishing copper or bronze, which, you know, reflected 20 to 30 percent of the light that hits it. But images were still quite dim. And then in 1835, a German chemist developed a process for applying a thin layer of metallic silver to one side of a pane of glass, and the modern mirror was born. The great need, however, is not for a passive device that reflects back exactly what it is exposed to. The real gift is the mirror that adds some value by interpreting and reporting accurately what it sees, along with some suggestions for improvement. That is what unites the three recommendations that I gave you above. All three are personal. They provide added insights and suggestions they open the door for further helpful information to come and seek to augment your career and your life. 
The 90th Percentile and Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna Corin, Jack Zanger, and Joe Folkman, and produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack and Joe, visit our website at zangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, and leave us a great review. We really like to read them. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in our episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.